This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 9th. You, you got the cowbell in, Corey? Uh, yeah, it says ring for beer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I, uh, No one's ever brought me beer Oh, for ringing that bell. Maybe they didn't know, so I guess that's so, why I wanted to clarify. So it's 7.15 at the time of this. Uh, I'd just like to point out that Corey wants uh, you to bring him a, a cold one. You know the or saying, six. you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I, I You know? Uh, Corey's looking for that uh, that uh, glorified case day, uh, as they call it. Oh, uh, one an hour. It's as self-explanatory as it sounds. Yeah, you get a twenty-four case of uh, of brews, and yeah, you you drink one an hour. I would have try not to uh, throw up or die. I would have needed to start earlier than this. Yeah, I don't because I don't want to drink until seven a.m. tomorrow morning. Like just a beer and out. I I yeah. think it's I think that's probably actually fairly doable. It's the staying awake yeah. part that would be a problem. But um, like I don't want to be done at seven a.m. tomorrow. I would have needed this. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like maybe two a.m. or something <laughs> <laughs> is when I would have needed to start. And that now you're talking about two bad nights of sleep. Uh, so uh. That that could scary for sure. I need like a collegiate homecoming or something is what I would need for that to happen. Right. It needs to you need to have like the day off before and the day off after, so it's right in the middle. Also, not three children and a wife. You know that's uh, you know well if you be in a totally different place in life. If you do the case day, there's a good chance you know uh, they might not you might not have to worry about that problem afterwards. That's a good point. I don't want that to be the result of my efforts though. (laughs) What did I win? Well, you're single, so. Uh, you're the uh, winner of a brand new rented apartment, you doofus. <laughs> a nice studio apartment. Uh, so that you want sc- to uh, break down politics in every way, shape, and form this morning instead of our normal sports? No, I think I'm okay. Okay. But uh, if anybody's interested in that, they can go to our website, wadinaradio.com, <laughs> and they can check out all the local election results. Indeed. So that's a good place to go do that. Congratulations uh, to everybody who won. I'm sorry uh, if your person didn't. It's a uh, there uh, was that Corey that just said heartfelt. The, that, that, you, it's the <laughs> ultimate version of that picture of the guy who uh, says, "I didn't read all that." Yeah, I'm really happy for you though. Yeah. Or or sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, like I didn't read your text. Yeah, congratulations to you. I guess maybe if you did, and if you didn't, I don't know. Like, uh, better luck. Uh, I'm better luck next. Better time. luck next time, and uh, I hope it. You know, I hope everything works out for you in the end. I'm sure you were a wonderful choice. Uh, <laughs> so there, so there goes that. Uh, let's talk a little bit uh, of sports. Uh, we talked about this a couple days ago, but our fall sports season is wrapped up locally. It sure is. Um, uh, congrat. Well, this, so this, I actually do mean now, um, man, we had a lot of teams again, make some really, really nice runs and want to congratulate them on doing just that. I personally would like to thank you and Kayla and Jen and RJ and Tyler Grunwald and is there anyone else? Uh, I think that's ever. I think that's everyone for all about right. of their efforts this fall because we did a lot. I haven't done the official math yet. Um, uh, I was going to do that later this morning on how many games we put in uh, this fall, and I can promise you this: we put. I think we probably put in more time 
in the last two weeks of the season than we did in the previous ten. Uh, I mean, I think we did we did so much. I think uh, corporate's going to come down and be like, "Did you really do this many games?" Yeah, man. Like they're going to look at you know look at my paycheck. Yeah. Be like, are you sure? Are you yeah. sure? You like, don't. You have earned none of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was another really, really fun season, and now we get to take a few weeks off and get to figure out what the winter plan is. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have a clue. I don't have a single. I haven't. I haven't peeked at it. I haven't. I'd have no idea. But there's going to be a lot of stuff, like there always is. There will be. That's it. That's all I have to say. Congratulations to everyone who. Uh, had great years, which you, is pretty much everyone. You know who uh, gets a big congratulations as well? Who? You like that? You like that? I mean, uh, we talked about this a couple days ago. I do like uh, that. So, so I don't, I, I'm not asking to rehash the whole game, but Kirk Cousins has, he's have, everybody talks about he's having a great season this year. If you look statistically, yeah. he's actually not. Uh-huh. Like he's actually having a bad season, but his team is seven and one. And by the way, I said this at the beginning of the season. I said, you're not going to maximize more of Kirk Cousins. I said, like, if you're going to want to win, you got to figure out a way to win with him. And that might mean his numbers taking a step back, even though he has an offensive minded head coach and, and all that good stuff. So it's, it's been a really weird dynamic, but the funniest part of all this, we've talked before about how Kirk Cousins is a dork, like a giant dork, and he knows it, and well, he leans into it really well. I And just to clarify, you and I have made the argument before that he seems very unself-aware. We were wrong. Like, I'm willing to... The dude is as self-aware, I think, as it probably... Which is uh, uh, very likable, because this is a totally different dude than one year ago. Totally different. It's almost like the guy in charge doesn't hate his existence. And he seemed to hate his existence. Yeah. He really did. So, like, Kirk, I mean, first, I just want you to comment on Kirk O'Chill for a second. Uh, the, the picture of Kirk Cousins on the airplane with, like, five chains around his neck, a giant watch from Zadarius Smith, and, like, these weird tinted glasses, always shirtless, has, like, his arms in front of his body and is just moving side to side on the plane. What, it, what, it, what do you make of that? Uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. It is, it is, bar none, the most likable thing that he has ever done in his Vikings career is all of this. It started with uh it started with him showing up in a plaid shirt. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. In a yellow short sleeve plaid shirt that looked like, like he was, was bought at knock fl- on your door uncomfortably and ask you to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He looked like he bought that shirt from Fleet Farm. It that's how that's how it started and it's ended with him in sweatpants pulled down below like his belt line, his belt line, shirtless, chains, jacked, weird, funky glass. Like it's the most likable thing uh, he has ever done, probably in his professional career for sure with the Vikings. It solves the age-old question: Does Kirk Cousins have a six-pack or an eight-pack? He's the answer is an eight-pack. So I would have bet money that he looked more like. The, I remember uh, there was a picture that went around of Eli Manning on vacation at the beach, mm-hmm. and Eli Manning just looks like he looks like a random guy off the street. Please don't take this the wrong way. You look like you. What I imagine you would look like. <laughs> but he's a professional. He's six foot five, laser rocket arm quarterback. Right? Yeah. Kirk Cousins is like ripped. Way to go, Kirk. Good for you, buddy. We're all happy for you. <laughs> 
And why should I be surprised by that? Because he's a professional athlete. He probably should be in very good shape. It was uh, surprising to see confirmation of that. (laughs) And by the way, uh, and we'll get into one last Twins thing, but I just want to touch on one thing leading into the Buffalo game. Are the Vikings the luckiest team ever this year? Because they're going to fit, like, they finally get a chance to play the Buffalo Bills, and we get to finally see how good they are after winning against teams with all losing records to get to 7-1. and And so now it's like, this is a great test. And now, according to Ian Rappaport this morning, Josh Allen has believed to have sprained his UCL, but the injury isn't considered major, and the quarterback is day-to-day. So so you're either going to get a hurt Josh Allen, or you're going to get Case Keenum throwing to Stephon Diggs. Yep. Like, I, I, I don't... How? That's a pretty good connection, to be fair. I mean, it worked out once before in some <laughs> Buffalo Wright 7 Heaven or, or some, something, I don't know, some miracle play. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, the, I like that. Are they the, like, last year, nothing broke their way. And, like, everybody talked about that. Mm-hmm. Now this year, it's auto-correcting, over-correcting, you could even say, and everything is breaking their way. I don't know, man. It feels, so it does feel a, a little, a little karmic, like how Poor, like how bad they were in the final two minutes of halves and, and games. Part uh, of that wasn't all luck, but like it still is but it a little still luck. is a little luck. Like your kicker missing a chip shot field goal and it, all that. That kind all of matters. Stuff. That that's all. Um, that seems to all be reckoning with itself, which is which is pretty cool. They're still a very weird team outside of the first drive of the ball game and moments when it feels like they better score here. They don't do anything on offense. No. But they score on almost every first drive, it feels, and they score whenever you feel like, oh, man, they kind of need to put points on the board here. Every single I, That's my intuition when I watch them anyway. Like, gosh, dang it. Like, here it goes. Well, uh, uh, who'd they play last week? Washington. Washington comes down and scores. And like, oh, boy, like you have to do something now because you're going to run out of time if you don't. Holy buckets, they do. And all they got was a field goal, and then they waited for Taylor Heineke to be Taylor Heineke and throw a bad interception. But they've had a knack of scoring whenever they've needed to. Exactly. And they've had a knack of turning the ball over in crucial times. All year long, they've had that. uh, And, again, I would argue that as unlucky as it was last year, and it felt last year, it's as lucky this year. So, eventually, you know that that runs out. But we've seen better teams than this. We've had higher expectations for teams than mm-hmm. this. The Vikings are and seven and those one. teams are four and four at this point. This team's seven and one. It's awesome. The last time they were seven and one was two thousand nine, the Brett Favre year. Seven and one teams in the history of the NFL have all made the conference championship game. Do you? Uh, let's let's pour more uh, another ice cube into this Kool Aid. Okay. Um. You mentioned the teams that they've beat. Did you know that their strength of schedule is still top half? The league is so bad this year. It still is, though. Like, so there's this argument of, like, you're right. It's not, it it seems to not be good. Right. But But who is a good win at this point? But the fact of the matter is, as far as strength of schedule goes, even though we look at the schedule and still go, this is easy. This is an easy schedule this year. Compared to the rest of the league, it's a top half strength of schedule, their victories so far. That's really important. So they're not they're they're by that metric, they are getting wins against good teams. Mm-hmm. 
Which is pretty impressive. Like, yeah. I know you can break it down even farther than that and go, man, are they though? But like, when it's all said and done, the Giants are going to have a good record. The Jets are going to have a good record. Vikings will play both those teams, the by Vikings the way. Vikings will play those, both those teams. Dallas is going to have a good record. Um, Chicago, like, if you were, if I were to say, if I were to ask you, are the Vikings going to sweep Green Bay and Chicago this year? Wouldn't you even still say probably not? They're going to lose no, at least one yeah, of those games. Yeah, they'll lose one of those. They're at, and at least one. They're both on the road. Right? Yeah. They're going to lose at least one of those games probably. So, like, and those are not easy. At Green Bay is hard. Justin Fields is like a monster. Have you seen what he's been doing? You could say he's a monster of the midway. He's a freak, man. So, it. I think their schedule actually does get tougher even though it's easy. I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid yet, but I poured myself a glass. Skull to the bowl. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 9th. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.